Hello, I'm Liz Jones. If you read my diary in the Mail on Sundays You magazine, then you'll know me and my life pretty well. But if you've always wanted to know more, this is the place for you. Welcome to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast. I'll be taking you behind the scenes of this week's column before digging back into the archives to find some of the most shocking and hilarious stories from the last 20 years. I'll be doing all this with the help of my assistant, friend and confidant, Nick. Hello. Go on, go for it. Get on up. Get on up. Like a sex machine. And there we have it. Why are we listening to James Brown? Like a sex machine. This woman, she's on fire. I have had an erotic experience. And I want to share it with everybody. Was it in a horror video? It wasn't in a horror video. It was... Keanu Reeves it's with not, nunchucks. No, no, it's not Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu. Keanu. It's not Keanu. It's All right. Ke- it's Keanu. Keanu. Yes. What his name is is yes, yes, yes. Oh my God! I swear to God, John Wick is an erotic sexual experience. Seeing that man wield a pair of nunchucks. What are nunchucks? Oh. Nunchucks are like martial arts weapons. You know, you've got a bit of No, I don't like chain. martial arts or anything. Oh, I'll tell you what, when you've seen him wrap his legs around someone's neck... But and I have to say, over. I haven't... I oh. tried to watch a, a first John Wick. I got upset by the dog, so I didn't watch anymore. Oh. But what put me off, not the violence, his hair's a bit greasy. Is, do you know what? I could do dirty with him. I could. It doesn't put me off but one little bit. But why doesn't he bit. wash his hair? Well, because he's running around. Like last night, he was running around Paris killing everybody. That's why. It's literally, it shouldn't be called John Wick. It should be called Pawn. This is Pawn for yes. Oh, my lordy, lordy, lordy. He just Were literally... you the only woman in the cinema? I actually was. I was in the Did cinema. Did you scream when he came on like Patrick Sosey? <laughs> yes. I was in the cinema with a lot of squaddies, but it was so funny. There was all these like Were they skies. wearing camouflage? No, there wasn't. There was enough, but you can tell. You can tell. I'm, I can sniff out a squaddie. If a squaddie gets within a mile of Nicola, she's got a little alarm that goes no, off. No, I've I literally, I've she's got She's like one of those sniffer spaniels yeah. at the airport. I just, my temperature raises. I get a little bit excitable. Do you know what I mean? So you can imagine, I'm surrounded by these like, Crumpet, very young boys. Do you know what I mean? In the cinema alone, I'm the only girl. And then there's John Wick sticking his legs around someone's neck and flipping them like a pancake. Do you know what I mean? And my God, I Does tell you. Does he have a girlfriend in the film? No, he got no time for that. There's none of this personal stuff. This is. Did he get another dog? He is a killing machine. Well, he's got a blue staffing that he got in John Wick Three, but it was being looked after by someone else in John Wick Four. But we did see him a couple of times. But this is what I love. And if you haven't seen John Wick, people, you don't know what you're missing. Because not only is it an erotic experience, which it is, but he loves his dog. He loves his dog. Who do you prefer, Channing Tatum or Keanu Reeves, as Nick calls him? Keanu. Keanu. Do you know what? I wouldn't kick over. Oh, both. 
both. Monday, Keanu. Tuesday, Channon. They need a rest in between because I give them a good workout. Forget running around Paris killing people. He'd be exhausted after I've finished with him. I don't mind the squaddies who live around here wearing camouflage, although, you know, I can still see you're a human. Do you know what I mean? I can still see you. You're visible. But, yeah, but I that's didn't. They're in I did. There was a horrible incident in Victoria Park, my home in London, where this man had a dog and the dog attacked the horses. It was in the Daily Mail. Oh, it was awful. And the man with the dog was wearing camouflage. Why would you, if you're not in the army and you're in Victoria Park, wear camouflage? Do you know what I really love? It's these bastards that go out hunting in their camouflage. Go hunt something that's like. You've got a chance against. Well, shall I tell you what I've been glued to? Go on, it won't be as it won't be like Keanu, though, will it? The well, trial of Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, no nunchucks in there, although there probably should be. And everyone's sort of been obsessed by her spectacles and obsessed by the cashmere, and she's wearing these sort of Chloe boots, very clumpy. Um, and she isn't. I mean, she is incredibly beautiful. She's really, she really tall. Um, but she sort of gives off this sort of icy demeanour and it was summed up very well in the Times earlier this week is that she can't be full of tears and traumatised and unhappy. She has to be called and in control because that's her brand. Yeah. So the Goop brand means that you're serene and you're above everything earthly. Do you, do you know what I mean? So, the, so she's doing her brand in the courtroom as well. She's not crying and stuff. But some of it has been quite funny. They've had people acting out the accident oh, on the God slope. Sake. So she's saying this retired doctor went into her and she felt she was being sexually assaulted for a second. On a slee scope with skis on, with. Yeah. yeah. If anyone can. Salopet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can All see All in that. one. Oh, dear God. And he was carried off on a stretcher and she went and had a massage. Yeah. And and do you know what? It it just all seems a little bit ridiculous. People go into each other on ski slopes. When I went skiing... Oh, God. Did you cause an avalanche? Oh, no, it was awful. It was really bad. Your screaming would cause an avalanche. No, I, well, I, I was all set to enjoy it. I was going for it. But I, there was a very, 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 very good-looking instructor because it was a school trip. And I fell over and this very good-looking, suave instructor got a black eye because I whacked him in the face with my pole. So when it was the school disco that night in the bottom of the hotel... And they were playing Wham. I remember it well. They were playing I'm Your Man. If you're gonna do it, do it. Yeah, right. Any walk. Shall I sing? Black Eye. Black Eye. I had damaged him. So I wasn't very popular. So I wasn't very good at skiing. Well, when I went, ski- I went skiing, I've been twice. Are you any good at it? No. Oh. The first time I went, I was about 19. And I went with my friend Sue Niederman. Oh, I love so. Love and we so. stayed in a chalet, but because we were two girls, the chalet the chalet girls who were supposed to look after you and clean and cook, they hated us and they just didn't bother. Oh, nice, nice, lovely, <laughs> lovely. And that's when I almost had sex for the first time. Not with Sue Niederman. No, that probably would have been more successful, to be honest. But with this very handsome French guy. But I was so anxious. 
he couldn't actually do it to me. Oh dear. You seized up. I seized up. Oh dear. And it was not possible. Probably saved you though. It was probably a good thing. You didn't want to be a notch on some French guy's bedpost, did you? I did. <laughs> oh my god, he was handsome. And I remember I met him in the disco. And my friend Graham had lent me a salopette, so I had these man salopettes on, and we were in the disco, and it was Bob Marley's Stir It Up, Stir It Up. And I remember Michelle, the Frenchman, saying to me, what does that mean? I said, so I was miming stirring a pudding, Stir It Up. Right, right. Love Bob Marley. And this is your flirting technique, was it? This my flirting technique, Stir It Up, Bob Marley, went back to the chalet, went into my bedroom, which Sue and I called the black hole of Calcutta because the chalet girls were so lazy and posh, they didn't want to clean it. And he couldn't do it. And then the second time I went skiing, oh, my God, I went to Altabardia, which is in Italy. But during the Second World War, I think it was part of Germany or Austria or something. So it's very, it's very German. And the hotel was built in the 1930s. Oh my God, it was so beautiful. And I had a balcony that smelled of pine. And they booked me a ski instructor. Like Gwyneth spent £9,000 in a day on skiing structures and she only stayed the morning. I hope she was good after all that. No, then she went and had a, no, because they had a crash, didn't they? And then she went and had lunch. Well, to be fair, then, she clearly wasn't good. She needed the ski instructor, so it wasn't really her fault that she crashed. But this hotel was so beautiful, and I had a fire in my bedroom, and they made a little pyramid, and every night they come and light the fire. But I was so anxious, I couldn't go out and leave the hotel room and go on the slopes because I didn't want to go past the personal reception in case they gave me a bill. And then I had some beauty treatments, and they said, do you want some waxing as well? Do you want to... And I couldn't pay for my spa treatment, so I had to lie and tell the hotel I lost my cards on the slopes and I had to pay when I got home. That's horrible. I hate that. That's horrible. You made me go. But you... Well, it was... It, it, I thought it would be a nice break for you. But you didn't need waxing, did you? You covered up on a ski trip. No, but I had to do something because I couldn't leave my room to go skiing. Oh, so I pushed you out the door, pushed you up a slope. Should have taken me. We'd have had a lovely time. <laughs> See, other people go to beautiful hotels and have a lovely time. I'm just sitting in my room terrified. Yeah, we need to change that. And if the phone rings in your room, you think the police are coming and they're going to prepay the card and then it's going to be taken off and then it will be on it again and it's all just too stressful. I'm just going to stay in my bed. I have literally got agoraphobia now. That's not nice. Hopefully this will help, though, because you're doing some... Stress relief stuff, aren't you, with the NHS and getting some Yes, but Nick and I have spent about three hours because it's all done over what's it called? Teams. Teams, yeah. Oh, I hate Bill Gates. It's taken about two hours to log us on. I can't still log on. And I'm like, this is supposed to make me not stressed. It's taken two hours to log on. I used to, I and used if to be I was a 90 year old yeah. with suicidal thoughts, yeah. I'd be dead by now because yeah. it's so stressful. Yeah. Anyway, back to Gwyneth. That's a calm and, and the brand. Yeah. There's been a few pieces in the papers about people who've met her and interviewed her. So there was a piece by Dylan who met her when she was making Shakespeare in Love and he said she was awful. So instead he went round and interviewed all the drivers and the people in the canteen working on the film. And they all hated her. And there was a piece by Charlie who went on a cruise with her. But the definitive piece on Gwyneth, which no dun, one has dun. asked me to write about... Cause 
people just forget I exist, is when I spent a day with Gwyneth at Goop. Yes, and before we even start on talking about that, I am going to attach the best picture ever of Liz of me. to this podcast on Twitter. It's the best picture ever. I think the headline or the caption in the paper, because this was a piece in the Mail on Sunday, 2019, so before the pandemic, I think the caption to that picture is, why has Liz Jones gone mad? <laughs> It's it's literally even if you if if you're not on Twitter you do need to go and look at this picture. It's it's the best thing. It's so funny. Isn't it's it? it's. I mean, when I saw it, I I did wet myself. I did. Anyway, so this is my experience with Gwyneth, everyone. So Charlie and Dylan, you eat your heart out. It's nine a.m. on Saturday. Am I in a bath with Gwyneth Paltrow? One week it's Bruce Willis. The next week, it's the Ice Maiden call. Gwyneth married to Chris Watsits. I bet she wasn't as terrified as poor Bruce. She was quite scared, actually. (laughs) There is no water in this bath, but there is whale song. Because, of course, it's a sound bath. And I'm at the first ever Goop weekend held in the UK. The venue's in Hammersmith, West London. Do you know, it was right next to the River Cafe, and I was so tempted just to go to the River Cafe. But they had lots of healthy, strange stuff here, didn't they? Yes. Yes. My one-day ticket has cost £1,000. The event is sold out with 250 day tickets and 35 weekend passes, all gone, gone, gone for £4,500. Bloody hell. The people who bought the last ones are called Summit Warriors. There's Summit, all right. Mental. My God, four and a half grand. Summit Warriors. Nothing's worth four and a half grand. You could get a car for that. Bloody idiots might be more apt because I've rarely endured such a day of woo-woo nonsense or encountered so many well-heeled young women in designer athleisure gathering to worship at the altar of self-help. Wow, that's an award-winning sentence. The whole thing is. No, that sentence, that was good. Do you know my good. signature on my email for a few years was columnist of the year? Yeah. It's now columnist of the year emeritus. I'm surprised you haven't got award winning in there somewhere. My bag is being searched at the entrance, scented with huge installations of English flowers, and I half expect that if any plastic is found, like a credit card, I will be shot. It's fascinating to see Gwyneth Paltrow, who everyone here calls GP, on stage and in the flesh. Given she's 46, so this was a few years ago, she's a fantastic advert for her Goop brand, which she started on her kitchen table in London a decade ago. Her forehead is ever so slightly corrugated, the rich person's badge of merit to show they've not had a facelift, and she exudes honeyed health. She has ironed Calvin Klein hair and a smile that can be seen from space. She welcomes us. There are only two men in the room, and only one woman I can spot with a BMI above that of a catwalk model. She then conducts an interview, which she calls Morning Fireside Chat. There was no fire. 
Was How it, can it be a fireside chat with no fire? Was there no like candle? No. That, that this smells like. Well, there my might have been a vagina candle. candle. Oh God, that's revolting. It was the hottest day of the year, so there was no fire. She's with Barry Michels, a a psychotherapist and author of the rather unfortunately entitled The Tools. Yeah, you're a tool. (laughs) (laughs) He was asking for it. Everyone's nodding and he's going, yes, it's called. He's author of The Tools. And I'm going, yeah, you're a tool. Yeah, yeah. He was chatting about how women can be powerful without turning into men. Michelle's mentions the name Harvey Weinstein. Paltrow has the decency to blush, as it was through working with that particular monster that she won her Oscar. Perhaps this is why she's turned away from acting and towards giving something back. At high expense. Ka-ching. Yeah. But the important question I thought that day was, is she acting or does she really believe all this stuff? Gwynny first became interested in alternative medicine when her father got cancer. Sadly, despite his good intentions, some of the claims she's made on her blog have been unsubstantiated. She was fined £112,000 for making claims that the jade vagina egg offered a spiritual detox. Not that such criticism matters to the vast army of fans, and it's vast. Her blog has 1.8 million readers a month. The eggs are still on sale at her store in Notting Hill. That's closed since. And despite the £60 price tag, they're sold out. Does GP really believe your lady parts need to be steamed, as she once claimed? Having been in Gwynny's world for just one day, I really think she does. After a plant-based breakfast of vegan donuts and cauliflower popcorn, there's a session with breath guru Stuart Sandiman, or as he calls it, Therapy without words. Oh, dear. A breath guru, for all you normal people out there, is someone who teaches you to breathe deeply and slowly, in and out, thus fooling your mind into thinking all is calm. When asked if charging such high prices excluded people with, you know, real problems, he replied, last week I was doing sessions for charity. Well, that's all right then. Seeing me look a bit sceptical... A woman from Sweden said to me, will you be breathing later? We hope so. There's no humour here, no real depth either, if the talk entitled Food Matters is anything to go by. Because food writer and TV star Jasmine Helmsley tells us gravely, if ungrammatically, to eat slower and chew more and to go to bed earlier, great, thanks for that. How much did that cost? (laughs) We're encouraged to hydrate mindfully, although a good old-fashioned water fountain might have helped. Not There was no water fountain. It was all in bottles. Glass. Of course, glass, yes. Gwynny took a glass bottle of water into the court. This is a plant-based day, yet there is almost no discussion of the horror that is eating animals. The only thing that seems to matter is the health effects on the Western female body. This newest wave of hippiedom, or new wellness, is so self-absorbed, it's the new age equivalent of a black hole. Scary? Next up, do you want a body like Gwynny or Madonna? Yes, please. Instead of doing what most Hollywood stars do and have a couple of ribs removed, this means 40 minutes spent trying to spot a small blonde dot at the front of the room that turns out 
to be personal trainer Tracy Anderson. I'm at the back and we have to follow her workout. She so what, she did a workout and you all joined in? But you could hardly see her because she was so small. We're given weights and we spend 35 minutes twirling and flexing our upper arms. Fine if you're due on a red carpet anytime soon, but really, for the rest of us, what's wrong with buying some nice sleeves in Marks? And when did propping up your iPhone by your mat to film yourself, as those around me did, become a thing? As if a huge mirror at the end of the room wasn't bad enough. The event lumbers on, fueled by nut butterballs and hubris. Aside from tables groaning with books written by guest speakers, one wag says the event should have been called Buy My Book. There are lots of treatment stations. I opt first for the face gym. And there we have it. (laughs) My face is ironed by a little pair of rollers, which I tell the therapist is making my fillings tingle. You have fillings, she gasps. They're not mercury, are they? The little roller can be yours to use at home for £429. Upstairs, this is the funny picture came. This is, yeah. I'm intrigued by a woman offering a light therapy golden facial treatment. Do you want the green light for acne or the red light for ageing, sagging skin? She asked disingenuously. Slap! Thank you! (laughs) It's like when I was at the airport in Singapore and buying Tisha Clow and she said, do you want to use it now? This is is where we spent 4,200 to feel better about ourselves. But still, I opt for the red... I emerge no younger, but we live in hope. The most bonkers session of the day has to be the Reiki class, conducted with yet another straight face. They've got no humour, any of these people. By someone called Jasmine. They're always called Jasmine. They're not Hildas and Beryls. They're no. Jasmines. They're I match. wish I was called Jasmine. I'm going to change my you can name. change your name. Just do it. Just change your name. You can change anything nowadays. Anyway, Jasmine walks among us with chimes, and then she bangs a gong, which even I heard. (laughs) Nice and relaxing. Use your third eye to visualise a bright light, she tells us, which makes me wonder why even my third eye needs something to eradicate its bags. It's at this point it all descends into ab-fab parody, except the only person laughing is GP herself and the venture capitalist who the year before injected $50 million into Goop. GP is conspicuous during the day by her absence. I think she went off to Harrods or something. Well, she'd done a bit, hadn't she? She checked everyone was there, clocked how much money she was making. I spot her once when I was having lunch. She'd changed out of her Louboutins into Birkenstocks and she was flanked by two bodyguards. Oh, At a Goop event, she was flanked by two bodyguards. By, by all these spiritual person looking for enlightenment. Oh, God. So here's my award-winning line. Oh, go on. Do it. Do what it. Does, what does Gwynny think her Goopies are going to do to her? Hospitalise her with bad vibes. I stole that from Woody Allen. <laughs> I imagine she retires to a backstage space. GP doesn't sit in rooms, she inhabits spaces. It's a space. Come into that space, there's a breakfast space. This is the meditation space. Rooms are very much last year. Oh. It's a space. You learn something every day. 
Oh, and I said here, she slipped out to gorge on pasta in the river cafe next door. Had the right idea. <laughs> the climax, please stop thinking about those jade eggs, they have sold out, is of course the evening fireside. With no fire? With no fire, with special guest Twiggy and oh. Gwyneth's best friend forever, Penelope Cruz, here to talk about hormones. Now, please tell me that Twiggy... Has injected some. I'm going normality. to talk about Twiggy. Yes, let's talk. I about love Twiggy. Twiggy. I gave her a little wave because <laughs> whenever Twiggy sees me, she goes, "Hello, Liz." Yeah, she lets out for a bit of normality from Twiggy. I've been in Twiggy's flat. There's a big photo of herself in the hallway next to Kate Moss. I would not have a photo of me in the hallway next to Kate Moss. That's yeah. That's 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 controversial. <laughs> but Penelope Cruz. Oh my God. She is so beautiful in the flesh. Even Gwynnie next to Penelope Cruz just looks like a big hippopotamus who's eating too much pasta because she's so tiny and dark. She is beautiful. And Penelope Cruz is really eloquent. But the real star of the day is Twiggy, who turns 70 this year. Yay! She outshines everyone, which rather begs the question how, given she came of age when mainlining bacon was normal... She manages to be like this, age 70. She talks the most sense of the day too. I think the reason she looks so good is she's had an interesting life and known love. When Twiggy tells us how much she loves sewing, Gwynnie says, creativity with your hands is like channelling God. Oh, dear. No, just Twiggy just made her own clothes because when she was growing up, that's what women did. Oh, dear. Which reminds me of something Barry Michelle said at the start of the long day, that we can rid ourselves of anxiety by picturing our archetypal mother who will hoover up any negative thoughts. I'm reminded of my own mum who mainly hoovered the carpet. Was it worth the £1,000? Most of her friends seem to think so, and I start to wonder if they've been brainwashed. One American woman says to me, it was enjoyable, but I could have had an all-inclusive week in Jamaica for the same price and been even happier. Yeah, that's kind of what was going through my head, I've got to be honest. I inspect the goodie bag as I leave, rummaging through the new Elizabeth Gilbert book, leggings, a t-shirt, unguents and a scrunchie, and a reusable tampon. It was a really good goodie bag. Did you use bag. it? Yeah, I did. The Moon Cup. It's a Moon Cup. What's it called? Moon Cup. Mood Cup? Moon. M-O-O-N. Moon Cup. <laughs> it's really good. They're really good, at Sometimes actually. it's like Luke speaks a foreign language. It's because it's my accent, though. <laughs> it was really good, wasn't it, the goodie bag? It was I think the really goodie bag good was worth bag. about £400. No, I loved the goodie bag. I was in the goodie bag head first. But I did have one revelation, though, trying to bend my limbs into a pretzel in the energy space and remember my damn mantra. That, again, is a Woody Allen joke. Goop's logo is writ large everywhere. Staring at it, I finally intuit its meaning. It is Gwyneth Paltrow sitting astride lots and lots of big fat zeros. GP, zero, zero. Goop. Goop. Finally got it. Back of the net. I wrote that piece sitting at the exit with my goodie bag. Give it to me. Give, Give me, me one. Give me my goodie bag. Yeah. I wrote that piece at the exit in about 30 minutes. You were on they fire, weren't it. you? you I were was on fire. fire. And then I went to the River Cafe. I've just got this horrible vision, though, of Gwenish Pietro astride. 
I don't want that. It's GP astride two zeros, and no one else has picked up on that. It is. She's she astride a lot of zeros, I think. Wow. I'm sorry, but I struggle with someone that thinks creating a candle of this smells like my vagina. I don't think it really does, though. Well, no, I smelt it, and it wasn't very pleasant, though. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't great. It wasn't. It wasn't great. And the jade egg thing. No. No, 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 no. The NHS are busy enough, aren't they? They are. Well, I've, I've watched that programme where people go into A&E with, with problems with things inserted. There's been some very interesting things inserted. What if you can't get it out? How do you get it out? Can I get my glass of wine? You can, but how do you get it out? You just keep talking to the listeners. Well, maybe someone else can tell me how to get the jade egg out. I don't know. I don't know. You can read this week's diary in full in Mail on Sunday's You magazine. Now, this week's collar, which is the reason why we're all here, isn't it? Let's face it. No, we're all here for, for Keanu. Do you want to know what the heading is? Do it. In which I get a surprise delivery. Yay! Surprises are nice. What Wednesday. A knock on the door. The collies go nuts. Don't do that, you'll make them bark. <laughs> I have complex PTSD. A knock is triggering. See? You shouldn't have done that. But made better by a package. Oh, a package. Exactly. I open it. I had thought it might be the Vax floor cleaning fluid I'd ordered. That's how exciting my life is these days. You know how to days. live, don't you? You know how to live. One minute it's Penelope Cruz, the next it's cleaning fluid. But no, inside the box is a small blue Tiffany box tied with a cream ribbon. There is a card. It says, a gift for no reason and many, but mainly to make you smile with love, David X. There's always a reason. There's always. What's the reason? I don't know. That's what I want to know. But there's always a reason. No one does something for nothing. There's well, you don't. Always an agenda of some kind. I'm pretty sure this isn't from David Mark II, who by the time you read this, I will have met for dinner. Grace's diary, notwithstanding. He doesn't, David Mark II doesn't know my address. It can only be from David Mark I, the original David, the love of my life. Oh, dear God. I unfurl the ribbon and open the box. It's a pearl necklace. Hmm. The last pearl necklace I was given was for my 18th birthday from my dad. Years later, bled dry by my husband, I tried to pawn it at a place in Angel, Islington, only to be told the pearls were plastic. And so like any normal person, I go on the Tiffany website looking for this necklace, holding it up against the screen. Bingo. That is so you. You do it. Oh, yeah, probably. It's, it's so a, you. It's a Ziegfeld collection pearl necklace with a silver clasp, freshwater cultured pearls. I'm not sure pearls are vegan because they give up the pearls voluntarily, the no. oysters. No. Well, and it's a bit sh- of grit, isn't it? It's a bit of grit that goes Yeah, but you've got to get it out of the oyster's bottom, haven't you? No, Does he do it voluntarily? To, no, you have to, I think, kill the oyster. You have to open it and get oh, the pearl. Oh, dear. So, no, anyway. definitely not vegan. The price tag was £650. 
Why? Why is he spending all this money on me? We're no longer together. That's this from a man who spent twenty twenty one ninety nine on an engagement ring with a claw setting. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Which he presented to me while we were staying at the Plaza Athene Hotel in Paris. I then browsed rather furtively, because I'm normal, the rest of the enticing, exciting little bits of platinum and diamonds on the website. I'm not sure normal is the word I'd use. About whom? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be snuffling around the Tiffany website. Oh, I love the Tiffany website. I love it. Everything is nicer than the necklace. It's like that scene in Sex and the City when Carrie tells the girls about the engagement ring to be presented to her by Aidan, which of course she snuffled out of his hold all. Well, and that's the other thing. The ring was not good. It was a pear-shaped diamond. Ew! With a gold band. Ew! Miranda. But Carrie, you wear gold jewellery. Carrie, yeah, like ghetto gold for fun, but this is my engagement ring. It has to be platinum. I come across a pair of Elsa Peretti diamonds and silver stud earrings in a bezel setting, £745. Now, these I love. I wonder if I can change the gift without him knowing. Do you know, sometimes I sit in front of my computer and I wonder if people are watching me. Not when I'm on Zoom. No, but let's let's just revisit that. And I quote, I wonder if I can change the gift without him knowing. Bearing in mind I'm reading this from your column on your podcast. I think he'll know. Yes, well, that's that's the fatal flaw of this column, isn't it? You've got to the nub. I have. I've zoomed in there. I call the store. They say it will be fine and that it happens all the time. (laughs) All day they're fielding calls from women. He got me this, but I don't want that. I want this. Why not just give a gift card or something? I send David Mark 1 an email. Thank you for the beautiful necklace. I don't want you spending money on me. Does it mean anything or are you just being nice? I have a very large Robin's Egg Blue Tiffany box in my wardrobe from a pair of candlesticks given to me by my friend Sue Needleman. In it I keep all the cards and notes David has sent me over the years. Also, my framed wedding photos, which were propped around my cottage until my ex-husband said that I'm a racist in the Telegraph. And now I've scribbled on his face and put them in the wardrobe. <laughs> He's got all scribbles, scribbles on his face. He's scribbles, I've scribbled him. <laughs> it's all covered in scribbles. Anyway, the earliest artifact from David Mark I is a postcard from Portugal. And I've looked at the date stamp and it says 12th of July, 1983. And he sent it to my rented home in London, Chartree Road, SW9. I've read the postcard many, many, many times over the decades with its romantic loaded sentiments of see you at the party. And that was the party he got off my friend Wilma. She wasn't even wearing makeup. When we started dating 30 years later, I showed him the treasured memento. I carefully held it in my hand. Oh, I remember that, he said, turning it over. The photo on the front is of a pottery chicken. Oh, he said, I sent you a picture of a giant cock. Oh. I just thought it was a lovely Portuguese chicken. Oh, dear. Such an innocent. Do you know what? You really needed me, like, 40 years ago. You did. But you know I mentioned my vax fluid not coming 
and it was Tiffany instead. Yes. Since I bought that cleaner that you made me buy, yes, the vax cleaner for the puppy's diarrhea and wee. Yes, yes. Let's let's quantify this. I made her buy it because she her dogs keep weeing and pooing. And on also, her I'm rugs. banned from the laundry. And she just kept taking the rugs to the laundry. It'd be cheaper to buy a new one. Fifty quid a time they charge more. No, it was more 200 than two hundred and something. It was more than one was ninety quid. It's cheaper to buy a vax cleaner. No, but anyway, since Nick made me buy a vax carpet cleaner that beats as it sweeps as it cleans they've sent me 21 emails (laughs) I do love spam I love it it's not spam because they know who I am and I know who they are no but it's like when you they're not Russians you have to like register it's someone in the shop at the Vax headquarters, so I'm going to email this today, and he sends me another one. 21. Are you enjoying your Vax cleaner? Not particularly. <laughs> yes, I love cleaning up my dog's diarrhea with it. Yay! Every week, lots of you get in touch, telling me what you think about my life and my decisions. So I think it's only fair that you get to have your say here on the podcast too. If you'd like to get in touch, then go to lizjonesgoddess.com or tweet me at lizjonesgoddess. Finally, letters, Nicola. Finally. She's been reading her own reviews again, everyone. No, I love a Twitter review. Well, we've got a proper letter first. And we've got that from um, Alex that says, another fascinating podcast from you both. It was incredible to hear about your experience <coughs> in the CBB house and your experience of being on television. I would love to see Liz on Loose Women as a panellist and me. Don't leave me out. She will bring so much to the show. Her no-nonsense attitude and straight talking. Tell it as it is, personality will bring so much to the programme. It's a mystery to me she isn't a regular on there as it is. No, and the other week they had a body image week and they didn't invite me. No. I, I feel Have completely... Have you ever been on there? Well, I've only been as a guest, not as one of the panellists. No. Well, this isn't the first time it's been mentioned. Other people have said that as well. We've got Anita that left a a review of the podcast on iTunes. And she said, love both Liz and Nick. They're so hilarious to listen to. Think Liz should be on Loose Women with her frank views and openness would go down a storm on there. So someone else has said that as well. She also said, think Nick should love herself the way she is. Who wants a skinny boy type body? Me. 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 I look forward to the Saturday every week for the podcast. Should make it sixty minutes, ladies. Well, we're getting longer, aren't we? Every week. Yeah, we creep up. We're creeping up. We started at something like thirty something minutes, and now we're sort of heading up to like forty five or something, aren't we? But the the final letter, I'm a little bit sad about. <laughs> the final one, it says, "No singing, please." Well, that's it from us this week. If you enjoyed listening to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast, why not visit mailplus.co.uk forward slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. I'll be back next Sunday. But for now, I'm Liz Jones. And I'm Nick. Goodbye. Goodbye.